This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Friday, July 7th. Today's forecast calls for mostly sunny skies with a high near 97 and a low near 78. Here are today's headlines. 14 people were charged in a $53 million fraud scheme involving the federal government's pandemic relief program, including some executives from a Dallas metal recycling firm. According to court documents, several of the charged defendants operated a group of affiliated recycling companies, including Mammoth Metal Recycling, Elephant Recycling, Gulf Coast Scrap, 4G Metals, 4G Plastics, 5G Metals, Level 8, Sunshine Recycling, LK Industries, NTC Industries, West Texas Equipment, and West Texas Scrap. Many of those list their addresses at the same Dallas Recycling and Scrap Metal business. The defendants allegedly submitted 29 Paycheck Protection Program loan applications that inflated payroll expenses and manipulated bank statements and IRS tax forms. The program was authorized under the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, a law enacted in March 2020 to give emergency financial assistance to Americans during the pandemic. The charges carry up to 30 years in federal prison for each count of bank fraud, conspiracy to commit bank fraud, aiding and abetting, and making false statements to the FDIC. In other news, Dallas officials are worried about a new state law expected to heavily restrict what cities and counties can regulate. But nearly two months before the law goes into effect September 1st, city authorities won't say how they'll respond, and it's still unclear how many current Dallas rules will become illegal. House Bill 2127, or the Texas Regulatory Consistency Act, bans local municipalities from adopting or enforcing ordinances and rules that go further than what's already allowed under state law. The act applies to state laws that cover agriculture, business and commerce, finance, insurance, labor, local government, natural resources, occupations, and property. The new law, signed by Governor Abbott on June 14th, requires cities to get permission from the legislature if they want to enact rules that go beyond what the state allows in those areas. It also allows a person or group to sue a municipality if they feel they've been negatively impacted by a local rule that conflicts with state law. Up next, Baylor Scott and White Health will invest in and jointly own more than 40 urgent care centers across the state as part of a new partnership with Tempe, Arizona-based urgent care company NextCare, Texas's largest not-for-profit hospital system announced Thursday. The investment in the rapidly growing urgent care market will expand Baylor's presence into regions beyond North and Central Texas, including Houston, Abilene, and San Antonio while adding facilities in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Of the 41 Next Care Urgent Cares in Texas, 14 are in Dallas-Fort Worth, and another facility is planned for Terrell. 
Baylor already offers round-the-clock virtual care for the entire state and urgent care clinics in some areas, but lacks physical locations in large swaths of Texas. Baylor CEO Pete McKenna said the next care urgent cares will serve as entry points into the Baylor system for people in South and West Texas while answering patient requests for more convenient care options. Urgent care growth has exploded in recent years as a way to lessen patient burdens on hospitals while decreasing costs for insurance companies for treating minor illnesses and injuries like ear infections, strep throat, or cuts that require stitches. And just when you thought the State Fair of Texas's concessionaires have tried and fried everything, the season of gut-busting food returns. The 2023 list of Big Tech's Choice Awards semifinalists shows us that the fried food creativity is bubbling hot once again. Among the 19 savory and 17 sweet semifinalists that will be considered to win a Big Tech's Choice Award in 2023, nearly all of them move beyond the typical fried thing on a stick. This year, there are three fried dishes that claim to be drinks, like fried fireball, fried Vietnamese coffee, and fried piña colada. This summer, the State Fair received 57 entries and narrowed them down to 36 semifinalists in mid-August. These 36 dishes will be slimmed down to 10 finalists, and winners will be announced a few weeks later, before the State Fair of Texas turns up the Friars for opening day on September 29th. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy your weekend. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.